Yodua, the Medrash in Parshas Bereshis, that says, the second passing of the Torah. Rab Shimon ben Lakish, Pasak Karya ben Malchias. Rab Shimon ben Lakish, he said that this Pasak is a description of what the world was like in the beginning of creation, but also hidden in it is the different Malchias, the different nations that were going to give the Yidin Tsaras throughout the generations. When it says, It's referring to the nation of Bavel. Who destroyed the first place. They were the first nation to take the Jewish people into Golos. When it says, It's referring to the Malchus of Madai. As it says, It's referring to Haman and Achashverosh and Dayavish and Koresh. It's that Malchus. The Choshech, when it says Choshech, the Malchus Yavan. It's referring to the Malchus of Yavan. That caused the Yidin's eyes to not be able to see. They brought darkness through their Gzeros. Because Yavan used to tell the Yidin, kiss for al Karen Ashar, right on the horn of an axe, that you have no Shaykhis in Elokei Yisrael. And finally, when it says Al Pnei Sahim, the Malchus it's referring to the Roman Empire whose evil has no end, there's no gvul, literally, it just goes on and on and on, just like the Tahim does. But this Pasik is referring to the four Malchias. Everybody knows this Chazal, that the Yavanim, amongst the many terrible decrees that they had imposed, one of them was, that I want you to write on the horn of an axe, The truth is, this Medrash is also a Yerushalmi, a Masechtis Chagiga. The Rambam, in one of his letters, when he talks about how depraved and how horrible the Xeris of the Greeks were, he singles this out, that they used to say, and the truth is, the Medrash singled it out. How so? And Kamuvin, this is a Medrash plea. At first glance, it's Sarah What does that even mean? And why did they want that it should be written in So the Helik of in Chaydesh Kislev, and the Bnei Soscha, after he says what he says, says, Shuv Matsasi, I found that the Megala Mukais, in this week's Parshim, Parshim's Mikay says the same exact thing. Says that the Gemara said, on Daf Lamed Chesamad Aleph, we saw this in yesterday's Daf, Vikvar Sholcha Malchus Roimi, Shnei Sardioitios, Eitzel Chachme Yisrael. The Malchus of Roimi, some have the Girsa, the Malchus Harisha, sent two officers to the Chachme Yisrael. They said, Limdunu Tayraschem, I want you to teach me your Torah. So they sat down with a bunch of rabbis and they learned the Torah. Vishanu, and then they chazed. Vishilshu, and then they learned it a third time. When they got up ready to leave, so they gave their report. They said, We went through the entire Torah. And it's true. There's one thing that we don't think is Emes. You hold. And shall Kanani Shinogach Shoshal Yisrael Bain Tam Ben Muid Mishalim Nezik Shalim. A Shoshi Yisrael that Shtois is a Shoshal Kanani. That's the Mishan Daflamad Zayanomid Bez. That Loch is 
your potter. But if the shor of a Kanani stoys to the shor shal Yisrael, even if it's a shor tam, you're going to pay Nazik Sholem. And they asked along the Shakasha, they sent a of Dafka. If you darshan the word Re'eyu, which seems to exclude a Knani from the parish of Shor Shanogach, then I feel the Knani Kinogach the Yisrael lifted. Then even if a Knani Shor Shtoy says you should be put of Re'eyu Lavdafka, and if the word Re'eyu is Lavdafka, so then there's no exclusion of the Knani. Then I feel the Yisrael Kinogach the Knani Lachayit. Either way, they told the Yidden, I'm not even interested in hearing your answer because it's not true. But the only thing I'll tell you is Vidavar Zeh Einonu Maidi and Oisel Amachas. We're going to keep this secret between friends. We're not going to go and let the Malchus know about this because if we would tell the Malchus, you know that you're going to be in a lot of trouble. So says the and said the Megala Mukais that you see from this Gemara that this Indian that Shorsha Yisrael Shenogach Shoshal Knani is Potter, but Shorshal Knani Shenogach Shoshal Yisrael is Chayev really, really bothered the Sardiotos. It really, really bothered the Umay Sa'ila because they felt that it was discriminatory and really it was something that very, very much emphasized the Lahavdul Ben Yisrael Amen. And to the point that they said from the Gantzah Torah, every Shtukal Torah, we're willing to be Makabal. But this is one thing in the Torah that we don't believe is true. So it's for that reason when the Yavanim opposed their Xeris. And the side of their Xeris were to try to convert the Jews so that they should be like the Yavanim themselves. They were trying Kiyodua in Svarim Akdoshim to take down the Mechitza between Yisrael and Anim. So they took the mitzvah that they believed more than any other symbolizes the fact that there's a difference between a Yid and a God. So they said, kiss for al Karen Ashar. Why the Karen Ashar? As in the Baba Kama Karen Ashar. Take that Karen Ashar. The Kiyigach, where it says in the Torah that there's a chiluk between a Shor Shenogach, between a Yisrael and a Knani, and right on that, She'elachem chiluk belike Yisrael. But the reason they chepped with the Karen Ashar was because of Baba Kamafe. It was related to this halacha and it was related to this Gemara. This is what the Bnei Soscha says and this is what the Megal Amukah says. But the truth is, at the end of the day, what's Pashup Shat? Meaning, obviously, the Svar being Megalotas, an Indian. But what's the Pshut Aishal Mikro? Why is it that the Yuvanim said, Kisvulachem al Karen Ashar? Why Dafka? on the Karen Ashar. So if you look at the Mepharshah Medrash, the Pirish Marzu, Rashi on the Medrash, if you look at the Mepharshah Yerushalmi, if you look at the Svarim Akdoshim, the Noidim Yehuda says this in one of his drushes, the Pashib Shad is, is that they were trying to invoke the Cheto Egel. The Cheto Egel was a Shar, it was an Egel. And the idea of saying, Kisfu Lachem, Al Karen Ashar, She'en Lachem Chelek Belike Yisrael, it was based on you don't remember the Cheto Egel? And I want you to write on the Karen Ashar, as in the Egel, Shne'en lochem chelik belikei Yisrael. The question is, what's the Oymek? What's the Tif guy? I think the Tif guy is as follows. What was the objective of the Yavonim? What did the Yavonim want? Chanukah 101. So we know the Mishnah Brewer brings in Hilchis Chanukah in Simen Tov Reish Ayin, that on Purim there's a mitzvah to be marbe besuda adoloyada, right? But on Chanukah you don't find that there's such a mitzvah. All the Hanukkah parties that everybody goes to, these are all fine, but you should know they're not Sudas mitzvahs. And the Ramah says, could be, there's a little bit of an Indian to have Sudas. But there's a mitzvah to have Mishnah Vesimcha on Purim, but not on Hanukkah. So the Mishabura 
quotes the Lavosh that says that the reason is because the Gzeir of Haman, which brought and ushered in the miracle of Purim, was Gzeir on the bodies, on the guf of the Yidin. It was Lahashmid, Laharigula Abed. Right, that was the idea. It was to eradicate. It was a final solution. It was genocide. That there should be no Jews left in the world. What was the Xer of the Yavanim? The Xer of the Yavanim was never against the goof of the Jew. It was against the soul of the Jew. It was against the neshama of the Jew. It was It was the terrible decrees. It was the terrible gzeres. It was the shema. That's what it was. So being that the gzer was never on the goof, the way we celebrate Hanukkah is not by... Enhancing our goof, it's to the contrary. It's by enhancing our soul, our neshama. My Chanukah, the Svarim Akdoshim say to Tuni Rabuna. Chanukah is, you're supposed to sin alert. Right? That's what it is. It's about the neshama, because that's what the Xeru was. The Xeru was on the neshama. So, how did the Yivanim do this? Right? How did they go about this? You say to Nalanisim, Lashkicham But how? So, they attacked the Jews from many different angles. They tried getting the Yidin with the intellectualism of Athens, right? the Greek culture. They attacked the Yidin with the physicality and the Hellenism and the hedonism of Sparta. And to a very large degree, it was very, very successful. Golis Yovim goes down as one of the four Goliaths, and it was very, very bad. There were a lot, a lot, a lot of Jewish tragedies. And it really, really was very, very tragic. Stating that there were a lot of Yidin that fought and they were able to overcome the Eight Sahara. They weren't this fall from the Achri Levavchem and from the Achri Enechem. And they were somehow able to overcome. So the Yavonim had a deep, they had to dig deeper into their arsenal and they had to pull out something that would knock out even those Jews that were willing to overcome the temptation. So you know what they did? They told the Yidin, I understand you're very devout, you're very pious, you're able to overcome all your evil inclinations. And you also believe in creation, and you believe in the revelation, and you believe that you know, God revealed himself to the world and said, But don't you know a little Jewish history? Don't you know that right after the Yidim were Makabal the Torah, they worshipped the eagle? And the minute they worshipped the eagle, it was over. You think you can bounce back from the Chet the eagle? It's not shayach in the belt. Aluva kalash ezinza b'toychu posach as I'll say. When you think about, it, you learn a little bit the svar maktoishim of the chet eagle. It's impossible to come back from that. It is not shayach. So they told the yidden. I understand you're holding a little bit. Abikizfu al keren ashar she'ein lochem chelik belikei yisrael. The keren ashar is the reminder that you have no shayches telikei yisrael. It's not shayach because. It can't be that after the Chet Egel, you're still the Amanifcher. And by the way, we find that Moshe Rabbeinu had to be mispal after the Chet Egel to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that you shouldn't change us for another nation. The Tfilos Moshe Rabbeinu says for the Yidin after the Chet Egel, he never said prior. And the reason is because he understood after the Chet Egel, it's very, very Yitachim, we're not coming back. But that's what the Ebesha said, I'm done, let's start all over again. Because really, Shuras Hadin, that's the way it should have been. And that's what the Yivana were doing. They were messing with the psyche of the Yid. They told the Yid, you have no shaykhis. What? I understand you have all the right intentions, but don't you realize you worship the Chet Egel? And because you worship the Chet Egel, so this is something you have no shaykhis to. Oh, but the emphasis, they were wrong. And it's a Mufurish Gemara. The Gemara is a Masechtis Brachis, Taflamid Beis, Amid Beis. It's a beautiful Gemara. The Pasuk says, it's a Pasuk in Yeshaya, Vatoymet Sion Azovani Hashem, Hashem Shechoni. Tzion says, Hashem has forsaken me. Hashem forgot me. 
Hakadosh Baruch Hu responds and he says, "You think I forgot you, Tzion? Hasishkach isha ula meirachem ben bitna? Does a mother forget her child? Gam ele tishkachna va'anoichi lo yeshkach." Tzion says, "Azavani Hashem v'Hashem shcheichoni." Says the Kaddish Baruch Hu, "Possible a mother doesn't forget her child. How do you think it's shaykh that I'm going to forget you?" Zok dehil gigemaro that Klai Yisrael said, "Vatoymet Tzion azavani Hashem v'Hashem shcheichoni." So what was Hashem's response? Hasishkach isha ula amr Kaddish Baruch Hu klum eshkach oylois elam upitrei rechamim shekrafto lefone by midbar. How could I forget the Ula? Not the Ula. The Ula. I can't forget the carbon Ula. I can't forget all the carbonates that you brought. Amr Lafan, everybody in the Shalaylam. Hail the ain't shikha lifnei chisichavidacha. Being that there's no shikha. Shemaloi sishkachli maiso ego. Maybe you're not going to forget the maiso ego either. Oh my law. Sakhalish Baruch who told Knesset Yisrael, Gam Eile sishkachli. You're right, I don't forget. Oh, but there's one thing I do forget. Eile. You know what Eile is, Okrashi? Eile lehechi Yisrael. I forget the chet. This I'm willing to forget. I'm a lefan of rebbeinu shalolim. How will the yeshikchal if nechisach vaydachol? So you tell me the rishikchal, and I'm getting nervous again. Shemesishkachli ma'isa sinai. Maybe you're going to forget ma'isa sinai. On my love, anoichi lo yeshkachech. So Rashi, anoichi Hashem aloykecha. That's not something I'm going to forget. But there's one thing David says, I forget. This one thing, Gam one thing and one thing only. The Chet Ego, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, that's something I'm willing to forget. The Yavonim with timing that I understand you have all the good intentions, but you're wasting your time. Kisful Lechem Al Karen Ashar, that you have no Chelek by Likei Yisrael. Elike Yisrael, by the way. Ela Elohecha Yisrael. You have no shaykhis Elike Yisrael because you said Ela Elohecha Yisrael. You worship the Egel and the Ebesha doesn't forget. But what the Yivonim didn't understand is that's true. That's true. Obegam Ela Eshkochech. That there is something that the Egel Ela Tishkochech. There is something the Ebesha says I do forget. And that one thing is the Chet Egel. So my Hegish was that really this time of the Yivonim I think is something that people live with. Meaning people go through life and they have their proverbial Cheta Egel, whether it's an Aveira that's mamish like the Cheta Egel, or at the very least, they feel that maybe they're at a point where, Lamaisa, Lamaisa, where do I have a Shaykhis to having a Cheluk Beli Ke Yisrael? And that Tznasa Yetzer is telling every single person, Kisfu al Karen Ashar, take your Karen Ashar, take your Cheta Egel, and write on it, She'elochem Cheluk Beli Ke Yisrael. Because when a person feels that he has no chelik belikei Yisrael, then he, he can have all the right intentions of the world. He could be motivated to be mekayim lo Athens doesn't impress him and Sparta doesn't impress him. And he's ready to fight the But at the same time, but at the same time, if he feels that he has a Karen Ashar, was licked him of Zion hearts, and engraved in that Karen Ashar is that's very, very hard to get by. And the emphasis is that that is a very powerful tool, and it's something that Yovan used. And what was the Choshev of their Xeris? They were able to mess not just with the goof of the Yid, and not just with the Nisham of the Yid, but with the psyche of the Yid. And they said, kiss for Lechem al Karen Ashar, right on the Karen Ashar, she'en Lechem Chelek Belikei Yisrael. Because if the Yid thinks he has no Chelek Belikei Yisrael because of his proverbial Karen Ashar, he has no chance. Oh, but the MS is, 
that that was all the choyshech. It was all the choyshech. When a yid lives in darkness, that's what he thinks. That's choyshech. That's choyshech. But a yid that's living in Ar, he understands that's not the way it is. Because although it's true, ki ain't shikcha lifnei chisei And that's emes. The Abish doesn't forget. But there's one exception to the rule. The one exception to the rule is gam eile tishkachna. The Abish says, the chete egel, that I forget. Meaning, the Karen Ashar, that's something I forget. And Emma says, the Gemara says in Abay Dazar, the Avdawad Amid Beis, and it's a famous Gemara. The Gemara says, really, the Yidin, if you think about it, should not have worshipped the Egel. It makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense. So, why did it happen? It was all orchestrated from above. Hashem wanted the Yidin to sin. So that the Ebishta could say these words, Gam So that a yid, whoever will do an Aveiro, even a rabbin, a tzibur that are not behaving, they're going to say, I have shaykhist alike Yisrael. No way. Think about all the, it's not possible. So the Ebishta, I forgot Gam I forgot the Chet Egel. This is something that I'm willing to forget as well. But the bottom line is, is that the Choshech of Yovan is messing with the Yid. It's doing everything it could possibly do. It's the guf to a degree. It's the Neshama to a very, very large degree. It's even the psyche of the Yid. Kisvav, Karen, Ashar. Don't forget the Chet Egel. Don't you realize? But that's all the Choshech. The R, the R is... That gam eila sishkachna. The truth is, the word eila, right? Gam eila sishkachna. Eila's begematria thirty six. Maybe that's a little bit of a remez to the lamed of neiros of Chanukah. That the oil of Chanukah, which lights up the choshech, it allows a person to see clearly. And when you see clearly, you understand. Ain kol dava oimet bifnei atshuva ad kedei kach that the Eved says, I am willing to forget. Ain shikha bifnei chisich v'nacha. But at the same time, when it comes to when it comes to this, it's gam eila sishkachna. Eila is eila lihachi yisrael. Eilis, the Lamed Vavneris Chanukah, because when this is R, this is something that we're able to see clearly.